We're back. It's been a little while. We're back at the Hoosier Hero Podcast here. I am Christian, and beside me to the right is none other than Coffin Corner, Colin Walker. <laughs> also known as Corn Fed. Corn Fed. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. Though. All right. All right. Here we go. He's going to. Oh, let me let me tell him. We got? <laughs> tell him how it is. Got a jam-packed episode for you. A good Indiana team is on its way to the March Madness Finals. We're going to hit on The Sweet 16. Well. Oh, um, you're saying they're going all the way. I like that. Yeah, I like that attitude. All the way. I like that attitude. Yes. All right. So today, okay, I have a lot of material. You have a lot of material that we could talk about. We're going to obviously condense or not talk about all of it. Okay. But obviously the number one thing, um, if if you're any time of Indiana basketball fan, okay, you should win because the Big Ten did so poorly in the NCAA tournament. You should be at least having some optimism towards Purdue, even if you're an Indy, even if you're an IU Bloomington fan. Okay. Um, obviously me being in Colin being a Purdue fan. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit here. Um, we're going to talk about kind of go over a couple, the state finals for the boys. Um, high school basketball is this weekend coming weekend. We're filming this. What's today? Tuesday. Yep. So it's the Tuesday before, um, the Saturday the state tournament. Um, I have a, a, it's going to be short, but I have this story that I found in a newspaper from like the six, like 1960, 1961, I think. And, um, about this guy in Southern Indiana, that just torched, torched this team. Torched. A torch. So, um, we'll see, I guess if he'll make the certified, uh, yeah, if we put him on the team, team or not, I don't mm. know. He wasn't a, it's, eh. it's, I think it might be a one-time thing, but still though, it was uh, pretty unbelievable. The- and I'll end up flashing the newspaper article. I was able to like screenshot it, show you guys. Um, so yeah, uh, talk about the Boilermakers. So uh, Purdue. So I'm gonna say this. I'll flash some pictures. I I am a high school teacher. I'm probably gonna get buzzed for this or something. I don't know. Uh, nobody watches this anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, me and my dad, uh, last Friday, we I took I took a day off, I took a personal day, and we went up to Milwaukee. Um, we got tickets to uh, the first Milwaukee round. Bucks play. Yeah, right. it was it was it was really sweet. Um, we went up to uh, Milwaukee, went up two ninety four. So we went around we went around Chicago. I did not go through downtown Chicago, which is all construction right now. Um, and got up there. I think the game was at one o'clock our time. Well, it's our time period at Central Time. I'm so used to it. Always going somewhere into being yeah. Eastern. Yeah. Um, and we. Went to where the the Bucks play, which is I think it's called like Pfizer Forum or something, and it's like a brand new like I think it's like a like two billion dollars 
for this. And you think about it, the um, how much is the L.A. Rams? The new thing isn't it five five billion yeah, for that unbelievable? Yeah. So I mean, like this is. And <clears throat> when I walked in, it does seat seventeen thousand people, but it was, it was like small to me. Yeah. It was weird. It the was like weird. It. Yes. It was like it's like they can somehow they compacted seven, but it was it was still cool. Like don't get me wrong, but compared to. Uh, talk about being somewhere else me my wife and my brother went down to Gainbridge Fieldhouse for the Big Ten Championship like the Saturday before that to watch Purdue play Iowa and like that seats 20,000 it says which is another 3,000 more or so but it would that thing is just so much bigger there's true nosebleeds there yes like totally yeah totally you're like whoa it's it's really vertical I've always found that the yep I don't know if it's because they have so many uh uh, yeah the not the press boxes but the the, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. You can the, pay uh, to have the custom boxes yeah, or whatever, yes. and that takes up a lot of and space. Three because sec- it make that makes it three sections. Because the place that I went to, uh, the Milwaukee place at, it is just a big a lower section and then a section 200. So it's only two wow. levels. Gamebridge is three, and I don't know if it's because like this thing up in Milwaukee is like, uh, is more of like a I guess like a circle, like an oval, but the Gamebridge Fieldhouse is like a fieldhouse. I don't know if they're... Tr- I mean, that's, I think, what they were trying to shoot for in the early 2000s was like kind of a Hinkle Fieldhouse feel with the big arch. You know, this has just got straight trusses that go across, I guess, just like the base... The We're obviously in a basement, just like these floor joists. So it's just... But while Gamebridge has got the big arch truss and everything. So we went up there and Purdue played Yale. And I've got a... Th- this observation is... Um, this is a... To me, a pretty funny observation. They, we get in this place and we're in the morning session and we're the first game. The 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 included in our session was the Texas Virginia Tech game after, mm. which we actually didn't we didn't stick around for. I had I ended up getting a headache and stuff, and we went home and I wanted to get home before dark, um, driving through Chicago and stuff, and it rained and it was no fun. We were gonna shoot the podcast then, but uh, we were gonna oh we were gonna we, shoot the, this podcast that night. Christian so. had higher hopes of getting home on time. Yeah, and then I'll get into traffic here in a second. <laughs> what happened? But so. I will say this though, I we come in, man, and it one we get into Milwaukee, and it is the oldest city I have ever been in. I don't know if you've ever been there or anything. I've but been there. Yeah. It is like every building is like pre nineteen hundred, which obviously major in history. Like it's kind of cool to me. And the, <laughs> the PBR Brewery, yeah. is a half a block away from this arena. Me and Dad, I was like, oh, if only Colin was to here. Go. No, we didn't go. go. We, if you were here, we would have went. And <laughs> oh, took we the, it was a tour and everything. You I got, got yeah. PBR. Yes, and um, so, uh, and it's like, like I think of like towns like, uh, is it Kalamazoo's built on a hill, right? Or is it Grand yeah. Rapids? Kalamazoo's built on the hill. Uh, so Milwaukee kind of is too, because we had we parked up on top of it because we did not have to pay for parking. They wanted sixty dollars for parking. I don't even think that's – I can't even – you probably don't pay that to go to the Super Bowl. No. Like, so we end up parking on top of this hill a few blocks away, and it wasn't a bad walk. It was a straight shot down this road. Um, but, again, incredibly old buildings, things like that. So we get in there, man, and it was – Wisconsin played that night in session two. All the Wisconsin people, why? I don't know why you would, but they bought all the tickets to session one too, and they didn't even play in it. So you guys, this whole arena is red. 
It's all red. Like it is nothing but Wisconsin fans and they don't play until eight o'clock that night. And I didn't. So I guess if Wisconsin fans wouldn't have bought tickets, I, you would have had a few thousand Purdue fans and that's it. Like, cause Yale obviously brought nobody <clears throat> and Virginia tech brought absolutely. There was nobody there for Virginia tech that I saw. And you had a couple, maybe Texas. I mean, you think of Texas yeah. and Virginia tech, you're not going to bring anything. So I don't know if like the ticket office and w- somehow they work things out. Ticket office in Wisconsin was able to like, just basically hand out tickets for free in a way. Like, here, like there's a, yeah, here's $20 tickets. Like, come on. And if, if March madness was right in my town, like, yeah, now a half hour away, I'd probably go. I want to, I wanted, that's exactly what I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you guys got to know my dad. Someday we're just going to have my dad on here. He's going to sit here and like smoke a cigar or something, but he just like, so we're sitting there and we got tickets lower level, like 20 rows up right, right behind the basket. So the only bad thing was, is that you looking at the other end, the shot clock would sometimes be in the way of the other end. Well, um, but other than that, really good seats. And you guys, it was like all the Wisconsin fans were just a bunch of old white people. Okay. They like had nothing better to do. Like, right. They're just like a bunch of old retired people. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) and, the guy behind us the whole time, I have no idea. Like, my dad, you got to know, my dad's there to, like, basket, like, competitive. Like, he is there for Purdue basketball. And all the people did around us was just talk about what's going on in their lives. And just, this guy talked about stock trading behind us in the middle of the basketball game. But it's like, and my dad's super obnoxious, like, can be super obnoxious and not give a rip about anything. And he's like, I mean, this guy is, I reach back and touch the guy's leg, like, right here. And my dad's purposely really loud, like, like, my gosh, man, you come to a basketball game and this is what you do. You're talking about stocks. There's a basketball game. Like, you know, my dad's saying that to me really loud so the guy can hear. And it's like, then the guy talked about some suing some lady for money that he owed her. I was just like, dude, why are you here, man? I got something to say about this after you're done because I think... uh, We'll I mean, see, you, you might say the same thing. Yeah, you have nothing better to like. You literally, I didn't. I don't know if you have so much money that it's like a status that you bought tickets to go to a March Madness and took work off and all this. <laughs> I I don't know, but I'm just saying like that's. I mean, I'm here to watch a basketball game. I'm not here to listen to you. Take the Instagram pic and yeah, right. I'm here. Here's my beer. Like <laughs> no, like, I I didn't. We were there to watch Purdue, and obviously it was just. And I don't even. I don't have to talk about it. It was just a a beat down. Um, Purdue, um, I think they, I, I don't have it on me, almost 40 free throws or right at 40 free throws they shot that game, which was unbelievable. And then against Texas, which we can get to in a second, they end up shooting shooting a um, record for the NCAA tournament. I think it was like 46 free throws they shot, which is just, that's half their average was just free throw. You know, when they're averaging, they were averaging like 80 points a game this year, 83 <clears throat> points a game. So, um, but yeah, go ahead. Well, what you just experienced <laughs> as a well-traveled man like myself, yes. you just experienced uh, what it's like outside of Indiana. Uh, I, I mean, guess so, people man. do not care about basketball no. like the way we think no. and grew up. And oh. it's like that in every state from California to yeah. New York, except for us in Indiana. I mean, that's just, I, there, isn't that it's crazy? like disappointing I, to I, someone like us. It, we want totally. people. We're like, what's wrong with you? What? Yes. Get up. Yes. What oh, you, I was pumped. What I was doing? running up and down the aisles. Is I'm this like, just any day for you? Like, yeah. The, the greatest sport on earth is being played yeah. in front of your eyes. And yeah. you're talking about stops. Yeah. March so. Madness. And, and, and then the event on top of it. So, like, that is, and I, because I, I teach, obviously I teach. And so, like, I tell the kids at school, it's like, it's like you go to Mackey Arena, and I'm sure Assembly Hall is the same way. Like, I've never been to a game at Assembly Hall, but I'm sure it's exactly the same way. 
Mackey Arena, Matt Painter says all the time, we have educated fans. As in, like, edu- they, we know basketball. There is – everybody at Mackey Arena is one unit. Like, mm-hmm. with the with the two student sections on both sides of the basket, the paint crew, and, like, I mean, just everybody is there with one – like, it's so weird. Like, we're not playing. We have no – no, we're not going to – but, like, we have one common goal. And, like, it's just to get, like, like one to see, obviously, the, the boys win. But, like, it's just this, like – I don't know. Come, I don't want to say camaraderie. It's kind of a weird word, but that's what it is. So I go up there to that place, and me and my dad are like, "What are these people here for?" And it's so funny because they're so uneducated. Like even I know about, I know you know you do too. Like who's who's playing for Wisconsin this year, or who's playing for Michigan State, and who's you know even other just mid majors and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Up there, people are like, "Oh my God, Zach Eadie's right, seven foot four. He's like. You know, like telling him, they like, scream and just dunk the ball already. <laughs> like what? Like you don't understand. Like he's got some guy six nine hanging all over him. Like you know what I'm saying? I like, hope they were giving those tickets for free. I guess. City yeah, of, I hope I, so I, too, I man, because they had That's no idea. Sad. Yeah. That's sad. I mean, they had. They were just. I mean, just. Dunk the ball. Oh, dunk the. <laughs> you don't even have to jump. Why the? Why the heck did you miss that? Like it was like, what are you guys talking about? It's like they have oh, never. Man. They had never heard of him. They didn't know that. Obviously, Purdue was oh. a title contender, Final Four contender. Like, just even Big Wisconsin Dave. fans, it was like, yeah. I know Big Dave. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> he had to have been just, yeah. He was, it was funny, man. And then on top of it, you got to know my dad. We'll have to get him on here. My dad's not this, he's not very tall, but he's, he's, he's as tall as me, but I don't know, what am I, five and I, five, ten. My dad's not very tall. My dad's a little bit bigger guy, a little thicker, a little thicker. And, like, you want to make my dad so mad, you're going to cry, dude. We sit down, and we're, like, the only ones in our row. And I'll I'll snap some pics up on the screen. My dad, dude, this guy comes in and sits. I have nobody next to me. This guy sits right next to my dad, and this guy is huge. In my 300 pounds? This guy's sitting like this in his seat. And, of course, his elbow is right into my dad. And you got to know my dad, like. <laughs> he was he's not so, afraid to my, say it. And my dad is like he's he's having he's having to lean forward. Like because this guy is up in him. Because the guy's sitting like this in the seat. It's like, dude, like in my course of anywhere in the place we could have sat, somebody sits next to my dad and is in his inside, like rubbing against him the whole game, man. Oh, he was just can, you know, can you believe can I you see believe why this? you didn't stay for the second game? Yeah, it was like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, and it was a uh, uh, last thing I want to say about it, and we can move on to something else. Um, talking more Purdue basketball, we'll take a take a break with the camera and stuff. But it's so weird because we sit there, and you guys all know this. Uh, you get your March Madness app on your phone, or you know that you're going to TBS, TNT, CBS, or uh, True TV, mm-hmm. and you're going to watch all the games, and they're just constant. The first two rounds, right? Yeah. Um, just constant, and. When you're there, it's like it was it was cool, but you don't realize what you're a part of. I guess that people all around the country are in their like doesn't matter who they are. They like yeah. they're in their office on their laptop wherever they're at. They may have you hear about the like we'll have to get to this, but the guys that go get vasectomies oh, on yeah. purpose just to just to sit at home and watch March Madness. Like I was like you're there. 
and people like all around the country are watching that game. It's not like you go flip on the Big Ten Network on a Tuesday night and Purdue plays Minnesota or whatever. Yeah, that's not. So it's just it was weird, and you just I don't know. And again, it's, it had a it had a different. It was fun. It was cool. I'm glad I went. I can say I did it, but it is not the same as going to Mackey Arena or Assembly Hall or something like that here in Indiana whatsoever. Yeah. Whatsoever. So It's a national event. And yeah. Other than just Baylor yeah. and, and Purdue fans, it's everyone is watching. Yeah. Like everyone has skin in the game when you have a bracket. Yeah. And Definitely. if your team's still there, that you yeah, picked, right. <laughs> Wait, you only took two seconds to pick it, but you're going to spend <laughs> the whole game watching yeah, it. Yeah. It's really cool. Yep. All right. So, Purdue. It, they took on uh, Texas the other day in the round of 32. Uh, that was obviously at Milwaukee as well. Okay, um, Texas won the game after against Virginia Tech that I went to. Okay, and um, so there was a dude from Texas on that team um, that was. This is kind of crazy. If I understand this right, uh, I think his name is Marcus Carr. He was this little guard that just the dude with the dreads that just lit it up. Okay. He is a double, I don't know what you want to call it, if it's a double transfer or a trip, I think it would be a double transfer. He started out, from what I understand, at Texas as a freshman. Texas, I think that's in Austin. Mm-hmm. And then he transferred to Minnesota and then transferred back to Texas. You would think that, ha- <laughs> like, and again, I talk Purdue all the time. Uh, Matt Painter's, I believe, completely against that. He He pulls in transfers from the transfer portal once in a while, but, like, I know that he doesn't, like that at all can you imagine that like and the coaches stayed the same uh Texas? chris beard I, chris, chris beard? beard was the co- yeah i don't know no 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 because shaka smart was the coach yeah yeah shaka smart was the coach last okay. year so chris beard's brand new this year um and then chris beard also had matt painter's number twice in the tournament before upset him with little rock arkansas little rock or whatever uh a couple years ago or yeah, he coached at little rock and Angelo then state what and was the McMur- other one? McMurray and Angelo State. He got him. He got Matt Painter when he was at Ar- Arkansas Little Rock. And then what was the other? Oh, Angelo State. And, no, and McMurray. Huh? No, that's not it. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of. I know Purdue. Huh? I thought he lost to him one other time, but I guess not. I don't know. Um, but anyway, Chris Beard had had gotten Matt Painter. <clears throat> that kind of explains it a little bit. If like he didn't have a like a good relationship with the. The first coach at Texas. Then oh, it's Shaka Smart. Then, yeah, yeah then and comes then back. came back. At least the coach then. Changed. Then there's a dude, and you can look this up. So this guy, oh, what's this dude's kid's name? Oh, it's like is it? Long? It's not long. He plays for Texas. Oh my gosh, why can't Let's I think see. of it? He is. We got Marcus Carr. Marcus Carr. Trey Mitchell. Avery Benson. Timmy Allen. Courtney Ramey. It's not. It's not Timmy Allen. What the heck? There's a guy for Texas that had he's having two he had two medical red shirts because he had leukemia. He he has seven he's on his sixth year. <laughs> he can have seven years of he's eligibility. Yes. Yeah. He has a seventh year he could come back and play basketball next year. I don't know why I can't think of the guy's name. Hmm. Could you imagine being that Andrew Jones? I don't know. Underwent treatment for leukemia. It has to him. be him. Andrew Jones? If I see his face, I don't know it's him. But yeah, this dude. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Jones. Has to be. Yeah, unbelievable. I think he has. They were saying this is his sixth year. I get it. You're not playing some of those years, but 
um, or all those years and stuff. I know he battled through a lot. So, but seven years of basketball, this dude's as old as you. Seriously, I think he probably graduated the year after you. If yeah, that makes sense. I think that would be he graduated high school in 2015. <laughs> the heck, that's crazy. Still out there. Yeah. So, um, Purdue plays Texas, and there was um, obviously it was quite. Uh, Purdue end up kind of. Uh, Texas took the lead. Purdue end up coming back and then just went on a huge run. I think it was a 20-0 run or something crazy. Um, and then, of course, just like that, going into halftime, Purdue does what Purdue does, and they ended up – Texas ended up closing it to, like, I don't know what it was for or something at halftime. And luckily they just kind of kind of held it, uh, Purdue did. And then towards the end of the game, about two minutes to go, I think Purdue is up three. And if Purdue does not score on this possession – most people, including myself, are believing that Purdue does not win the basketball game. And Jaden Ivey chucks up a 26-footer, and it goes in. It was just unbelievable. And Pult makes it a six-point game. Um, and obviously, uh, now they're going to Sweet 16. And like I said, I think they you can look up how many free throws Purdue shot. I think it was 46 free throws against Texas. I believe it was. that's a, that's a tournament record for the most free throws most free throws attempts yeah and i remember i got an alert on my phone yeah at before halftime it 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 would it, uh said purdue and texas had 10 lead changes you yeah know, in the beginning yeah in, in the, the beginning, beginning yeah just back and forth yeah which that it was an exciting game to watch yes when stuff like that's happening so with the free throws this is something i want to talk about and this is going to be definitely for a um, person who knows really knows basketball for this maybe to kind of make sense or you to really understand or can see it. All right. At the game against Yale, Yale uh, had no size whatsoever that could play with Travion Williams or Zach Eady. Okay. Is that right? What? 33 for four, uh, 33 for 46 for free, throw. free throws? Yes. 46 free That's what I said, 46 attempts. That's insane. That's what I'm trying to – yeah. Free throws win games. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> they do. Um, so getting to this is that nobody – very few teams are going to have anybody that can they can handle seven foot four. So all season, and, and it's going to be his career, and this is this is um, going back to all the big Purdue – all the Purdue big men that they've had. Isaac Haas, seven foot two, 290. A.J. Hammonds, Caleb Swanigan. Travion Williams this year. Um, you can and, and then Painter's pulling and got this kid coming from Sweden that's seven two. So this is like I, I don't know what the word I'm trying to say. It's like um, it's always occurring at Purdue. Okay, that people don't have answers for the big men because Painter is playing a style of basketball that doesn't get played anymore. It revolves around getting post touches. Old school. Old school. Yeah. You. It is such a disservice. So I heard this. Uh, uh, this was against Texas. The announcer went, this is towards the more the end of the game, and I've heard this other times, is that hope uh, the refs are going to be calling things a little bit tighter. Uh, it's going to be, a, they're going to be changing up the way they call fouls here towards the end of the game when it gets crunch time. What does that mean? Why on earth is it not a foul with, with why is it a foul with two minutes to go in the game and not a foul with two minutes just to start, start into the game? It's if it's a foul, it's a foul. You have to call it. I don't yeah. under. I don't. I don't. I, I. And it does. You know what? It doesn't matter then. Like it doesn't matter. That team has to learn how to play and adjust. And if they can't, you can't punish seven foot four, two ninety five, 
because he's just huge and he's bigger and stronger than anybody else in college basketball. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. you can't punish that. That is such a just. He's a kid. He, I mean, he's a kid. He's like nineteen or twenty years old. You can't punish him for his size like you're doing. That is that. That just doesn't make any sense to me. And I was at the game against the uh, Yale. You or no? This was the Big Ten t- championship against Iowa, and especially in the first half. You and I'm up high at Gamebridge. I was up there. You guys cannot imagine. Just I could see even see it then. Just grabbing all. I mean, you guys because there was no nobody was going to stop Zach Eady from Iowa, and even even the Murray brothers could who are athletic and six nine. No, I mean just and they wouldn't call anything. And it's like if because if they would have called, Iowa would have fouled out of the game. The whole team would have fouled out. Yeah. It's, that is such a disservice, and it really needs to be evaluated and looked at this year. And it needs to be – go back and watch Isaac Haas at Purdue. Go back and watch A.J. Hammonds at Purdue. Go back, watch Swanigan. Watch all those dudes. The NCAA needs to go back and – as Purdue as a as – a, um, well, like the culture of big men and then as a program and just see what a disservice it is when referees don't call that yep. like they should because you cannot punish somebody – for their size, and that's exactly what referees do. Just unbelievable. I just I was over it. Sorry, it was my rant. Okay. <laughs> so that being said, Purdue plays. Um, well, one Texas obviously didn't have an answer at, for those big men, and they play now St. Peter's, who is now the Cinderella story. They are the number three, number three, the third all-time 15 seed to make it to the Sweet 16. So only one of three teams have ever done what they've what they're doing. Okay, and I watched them play um, against Kentucky, and they just like play. They play a matchup zone, so I think it's almost like a three-two, three up front, two in the back, and then they like this is what they they did against Kentucky, and obviously wherever that ball goes, you know that person takes that guy there. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a matchup. You guys know what a matchup is. So um, I don't know. I mean, what are so, your thoughts? Thoughts against Zach, Purdue? They have no answer for Zach Eady. I just he's yeah, just gonna I, tear him up. Just, I hope so. I mean, it's just not even a question. And yeah. then Jaden Ivy, just if Jaden Ivy, Jaden Ivy is so he's hot right now. He's yeah, he's hot, hot offensive. He's <clears throat> how do I say? This? He's usually always hot offensively, but can be completely in like um, I guess hot, hot and cold, but like cold when it comes to turnovers in like decision making in a game I get it he's the kid's young like but you can't come down through the lane as athletic as you are and meet four people and not come to a jump stop and kick the ball like that's not you can like you can't jump up in the air turn and all shoot what am I going to do now and turn the ball over you have to have an idea if you are if you're going to handle the ball painter I don't want to say painter makes an excuse but he always well Jaden handles the ball more than anybody if you're going to handle the ball more than anybody, then you have an extra responsibility on your shoulders then. You cannot be turning the ball, especially unforced. Jay Ivey might only have one real turnover a game, mm-hmm. but ends up with five or six because they're, you know, those are then unforced. Yeah. You just turned and did something. It was like, so if he cannot, if he just plays off of two feet and explodes, if he's one-on-one, then go right to the bucket. I don't care what you do, dunk it on the dude. But if you're... If you're coming in the lane and you even see remotely a different color jersey coming at you, you have to stop. Yep. You have to stop and play off two feet and make a good pass. And he did it. In some games, he does that. He does a great job at that. He did that the other night. But then there's other games where it's like, dude, 
Big Ten tournament was like that. Our championship was like, what are you doing? Just throwing the ball out of bounds. Come on, man. And then Williams, too. I mean, Travion does even, it, too. Yeah. He doesn't even start, but. Oh, he can be, turn it on, too. Like at Bale, uh, against Baylor, he had a Baylor? Heck, of, heck of a game when you were there, right? I mean, he was out there. Oh, against Yale? Oh, Yaler. Yeah. <laughs> Yaler. Yale. 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 <laughs> Yaler. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. They didn't even play Edie that much. No, that game. No. I'm sure they were trying to save him for yeah. keep him fresh for the yep. the next day. But same against Texas. Like he, I think he had 14 points in the first half of the Texas game. I mean, he was yeah. he's back I mean, in dudes he, down he, there. No, he had yeah, he had 22 points. Yeah, Edie had 11. Yep. So and I think I think yeah, he's dangerous. I don't know how tall he is, but he's he's six a big ten, boy. Six yeah. ten, two fifty five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you're he's not, not much he's, smaller he's, than Edie. He's quick. Yeah, like silly quick. So precise. Unfortunately, I don't think St. Peter's will have. Uh, I hope not <laughs> the physicality. Unfortunately, to match up with Purdue. Yeah. Uh, all all the best luck to him. Yep. <laughs> not. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> not really. Sorry, guys. That would not, be. Yeah. If you beat Purdue, I'll root for you all the way. I have no problem have with no that. Have no other options. Yes, I will point. pull for you all the way if you beat <laughs> Purdue. But until then, nope. Sorry. Um. So yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> kind of switching gears here. State championship in Indiana for the boys, all four classes are, um, is this weekend. So, they went, we talked about the sectional last podcast. We haven't done a podcast for a little while, but they went one weekend for the regionals, which is a morning-night thing. So, if you win in the morning, you play at night. And then the next round would be the next weekend. It's only one game, and it's, that is the semi-states. Uh, semi-state, which is the final four. And that is usually that is at a given location. It's not like in Indianapolis. And then you play, which would be this coming weekend for the state championship. So um, in the one A, so this is a little interesting. Um, you have uh, Lafayette Central Catholic representing the North. Okay, which Lafayette is where Purdue is. Um, there's a walk on for Purdue. Um, Carson Barrett. He is from Lafayette Central Catholic, and he his dad is the coach. And I was looking. His dad's been the coach for like maybe 12 years. And I think he's only won like two sectionals, which is kind of weird because back when class basketball first started, Lafayette Central Catholic like domin- dominates. Yeah. Okay. So um, so Central Catholic. And then Central Catholic's girls actually got upset this year. I think they made it to the state championship too. So that's kind of weird. Um, but I think they, they got upset. And then representing the South in 1A is North Davies. And North Davies finally – Gets the monkey off their back. Uh, Bar Reeve, which is like a dominant 1A program, um, which is, I believe, in the same, let's see. Yep, same sectional. North Davies beat Bar Reeve in the sectional championship. And then from then on, they've made it all. They've regional, semi-state, and other places. Yeah. Really tough. It's like the yeah. thorn in North Davies, North Davies um, side, I guess. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What was the 2A? What we got? Well, the 4A, the 4A, so the biggest schools in Indiana is – uh, just right down the road in in the representing the DAC, uh, the Dueling Athletic Conference is Chester and Trojans, which is I don't know if this is a long time coming or not, but I don't think um, Chester has won very many sectionals. Yeah, especially in I class basketball. Them, last time I remember them winning a sectional was when they had Zach Novak. Did they win the sectional back then? Yeah, because we it was act- in, at Michigan City. I think it was the regionals. Yeah, that they're playing East Chicago. Uh, and then what? Then what? Well, up, then what did they? Because I'm trying to think. Because East Chicago played Robbie Hummel and Scott Martin and Valpo. Mm-hmm, and well, Etwan Moore. Etwan, yeah, was it East Chicago? Yeah. 
But I'm trying to think. I'll have to look. We'll have to look it up. I was there. I remember you Zach, Zach Novak, Novak right in front of me. <laughs> I was on the front front row. Really? He spit on the court and rubbed his shoes. <laughs> Jeez. Maybe maybe I was a savage. I had to. I had to. I can't remember. I was, I was young back then. I mean, that was like oh, yeah, that was like 2008. Yeah, that's what it would have around. No, it would have been earlier than or, yeah, earlier 07, than that. Yeah, 07, 07. something like that. Yeah, that's weird. We had to. Yeah. So yeah, back Chesterton. In the Tom Shack days. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Chesterton is twenty nine and zero. Which, if they win, I don't know the last time a team that maybe this could have been just very recently. I I'm trying to think though, especially but a four A school having an undefeated record. Um, maybe there's I don't think there's been one very recent, but maybe there has. Hard so to they could yeah they could they could win. Um, and they are playing. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh no, go to John Harrell. John Harrell. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, um, you have it right there. Who's it? Yeah, but if I touch it, it's gonna it's gonna jack up. The thing. Oh shoot! Who are they playing? Why can't I think of it? Boys, John Harrell. Oh, Indianapolis Cathedral. Oh. And Cathedral is usually dominant in football. Yeah, the Fighting Irish. They're dominant in football. Bracket. Full PDF. Oh. Surface. Um. Yeah. And then the two A. Um. Let's think. The two A is. Central Noble. So he, the t- when we talked about Connor Siegen of like our first podcast, um, he, or second podcast, I can't remember. He um, Central, Central Noble uh, ends up winning in over. I think they won in overtime. Yeah, over Carroll, and then they are playing Providence in two A. Three A is um, Beach Grove, and who's the Mishawaka other one? Marion. Mishawaka Marion. Yeah, so Mishawaka Marion in the sectional championship uh, upset John Glenn, which John Glenn is, I, I guess you call it rural. It's pretty rural. Walkerton, Indiana, which is just, just down the road from us, and John Glenn, yeah, that's kind of crazy. They were, they may only had one loss going into that. They were ranked number one in the state, I'm pretty sure, and then they got up, they got beat by three. John Glenn beat Mishawaka Marion in the regular season by four, and then they get beat in the, when it really counts. They get beat by three, and then now Marion has made it all the way to the state championship. So wow. you could probably say that that was, could have been John Glenn if things would have rolled the right way. So, um, yeah. So we'll have to see. I'm always a big uh, small school fan, so we'll have to see if uh, what happens there with North Davies and Lafayette Central Catholic. Um, and then one other thing I want to point out, I'm looking at the bracket, is that 21st century, uh, the reclassifications came out or, or enrollment uh, for schools in 21st century is a 1A school, again, small schools in Indiana. They are like, this year, they are way above what a 1A school should be. They have like 400 and some kids in their Dang. high school. Shouldn't be any more than around 315. So they're they're well over 400, so they're going to get bumped up for sure. And then Westville, our high school, I don't know how this influx, this, this fluctuation happens, but they went from um, like 320 or so when they got bumped up into 2A to now all of a sudden this year they're dropped way down to 267 kids is what they come in at, which is like maybe even less than what it was when you were in high school. That's around what it was when I, yeah, I saw yeah, like two of the, what it was when I was yeah. in high school, two of the graduated. graduating classes, I think have 59 in them. Woo. Yeah. Mine was 61. So it's kind of weird to see that. I don't know what happened, but it's gonna, it, it's gonna go up soon. You know, like something Alex, Alex and Samantha, <laughs> their baby, you know, <laughs> oh. people, a lot of people are moving to Westville now. It seems yeah, like a lot yeah. of houses are being built on oh. Wozniak's. I am going to briefly, uh, just run this story that I found a long time ago. And I probably, 
I don't know. I probably have a better explanation, but I will flash this little thing up. I just, some things you can't, this was in a little excerpt from like a paper. wasn't the local paper. This was like from maybe a Northern paper. And this happened uh, in what actually happened in Jasonville, which is Southern Indiana ish, which is, I think it's down by ter- South of Terre Haute. And then the player who play who did this was from Prairie Creek and Prairie Creek's nickname were the Gophers. No, Prairie Creek Gophers. And this guy, I don't have the date. I think it's January of 1960 or 1961. His name is Eddie Chickadance. C-H-I-C-A-D-A-U-N-C-E. Chickadance. Okay, and here's, here is, I mean, when you're hot, you're hot. There's no getting around it. Yep. He says there were, it says there were many individual standouts. But six-foot Eddie Chickadance, I think I'm spelling that right, or saying that right, of Prairie Creek topped them all with his 74 splurge in a 96-73 rampage at Jasonville. Chickadance hit 30 fielders. He missed only four attempts and added 14 free throws, then was handed the nets by host coach Chet Lamar as a souvenir. He scored 74 points. And he outscored the other team by a by a free throw, no three pointer, no three pointer. So, man, he yes, they had seventy four of his team's ninety six. This is back before kids had phones and Xboxes. You could actually dial in a shot. Right <laughs> Dude lived out where on the farm or wherever, man. Holy cow! Um, man. so I do know this that I'm gonna set this down. So. I have tried to find a picture of this guy. I cannot find one. I've tried to. I think I even contacted. I can't remember what county is in Vigo County. Well, that's that's Terre Haute is Vigo County. I think I've tried to contact whatever county is right there. Like maybe a historical site, anything to get a picture of the guy. Nothing. I can never can't get anything. But I do know. I do know for sure that in the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame in Newcastle, the net is on display. So somehow somebody got the net from him or he donated or something yeah. and they put it on display, the actual net that the coach got down to give him. That's cool. Could you imagine? Like, that net was like, hot. Like, like I could probably, <laughs> I could probably like we're sitting in the bleachers watching this game and obviously we're in like the heyday of basketball, which we actually can't comprehend of Indiana basketball. But like this dude, the buzzer sounds and this dude's got 74 points. You know, no, not one person left the gym. They're all, sta- I mean, complete stand innovation after the game. And I bet the coach, I don't know, like, he's saying the coach for Jasonville, I don't know, I, a janitor probably went and got a, got a ladder, and everybody probably watched that coach get up on the net with the kid out on the floor from the Eddie Chickadons out on the floor, got the net down and handed it. I'm sure every, everybody clapped. That was, that's how I would picture that's tr- that. I mean, that's true small-town entertainment right there. Yeah. That's a drama. Nope. That's <laughs> it's pretty incredible. I'll see if I can. I'll, I'll try again to find a picture of this dude. I don't know what he looks like or anything like that. But I and I I've even so maybe if you're happen to watch this, one of our fifty viewers, um, and you know this or something like know the guy or if he's I've tried to find an obituary. I can't find anything. So I don't know if he ever passed away or if he's still still kicking or anything like that. But dude, I want to meet the guy. I'll drive down there. I don't care. I want to you. I don't know one other person that's ever scored anything near that. So what is that in the record books? We'll have to look it up. I bet you it's like that's got to be top ten at least. Yeah, some crazy stuff because people have scored some crazy amount of points in Indiana. But um, so yeah, that's that. 
I think one we're more thing. Oh, do we have one more thing? Yeah. I do? Yes. What is it? You guys need to stay tuned. Christian got some extra mics. So oh. we, are, we will be having uh, pull some out. guests. Pull one out. We got one over here. You guys can't see it. I got so two of them. We might have to add on to the table a little bit. Yep. But, uh, yep, we will have some guests coming on the podcast. Yep. Uh, if you guys have any recommendations or people we want to you, you recommend we reach out to. Yeah. Or we'll know anybody. Yeah. Just let us know. So, um, Add some flavor. Please. We're going to, like, like he was saying, he, we have a friend that he played at Olivet with. Yep, in up Olivet, in Michigan. Up yeah. in Olivet, Michigan, that went to, well, obviously he went to Olivet, but he played, didn't he play in the Breslin? Did he ever get to the Breslin? He didn't. Oh, he didn't. Some he guys knew. on the team that I. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, but Chase played at a really competitive high school, though, in the state of Michigan. So he wants to talk about, what does he want to talk about? He wants to talk to you guys about, from as a Michigan resident, how he views Indiana high school ball and yeah. the differences. Uh, you know, just yep. from an outsider. Yep. We don't know. We can't yep. speak on that. So. And then and then the other day I was in a Mexican restaurant here in town and I saw and talked to both both uh guests and one of them was an Indiana All Star and they said that they would both of them, the sisters said they would both like to be on the podcast. So I gotta wait till well their season I believe is is done. So I gotta wait till they come home and we'll get them both yep. on here. So. Yep. And we got a backboard breaker coming for We got the backboard breaker. Not many players can say they that they broke a backboard. Shattered a Not backboard. even in Indiana, the whole country. Yep. But we'll have one right here <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> and we're going to ask them what the experience was like. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rhymed. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. See you guys later.